welcome back. For this episode, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Instead of talking about a particular book or genre, I'm going to be talking about the brain and how the brain recognizes and develops relationships with characters that do not actually exist, or if this is even a possibility. So basically, the other day, I saw a TikTok, and it said that the human brain cannot tell the difference between a fictional character and a real person. That when a person gets really into a book or show to the point that they put themselves in that scenario with those characters, the brain doesn't register that they don't have a real relationship with these characters in that book, show, or movie. Which might explain some of that lost feeling people sometimes feel when a character that they like dies or when they finish a book or when they finish a movie. It's like that characters are gone. This seems almost like a myth, like how could your brain not possibly be able to tell the difference between a person that you know versus simply a person you've read about or you've seen on TV. The website Seven Circumstances explains this as it has to do all with people's ability to empathize. There are two types of empathy. There's emotional empathy and cognitive empathy. Emotional empathy being such like when you see someone cry, you might want to cry with them. Or if you see someone smile, that might trigger you to smile as well. Some neuroscientists have argued that mirror neurons in your brain cause this. That, and I quote, mirror neurons appear to let us simulate not just other people's actions, but the intentions and emotions behind those actions. Usually, mirror neurons are used when someone is trying to obtain a new skill, such as learn a new language, or learn how to draw, or when kids are learning to walk or talk for the first time. They see other people do it, and then they mimic it. But this can also be used when empathizing with people. If you see someone looks like they're sad, then you can feel sad. In simple terms, a person can basically read or watch someone feel a certain way, and because of the mirror neurons in our brain, along with what could be called an instinct, for lack of a better word, to empathize or to reflect our feelings with and onto others. Empathy is triggered through observations, just like observing someone else doing something. So no matter in what way you are observing someone, whether you're talking to them in real life, or you're watching them on TV, or you're reading about what they're doing or what they're feeling in a book, your brain will automatically want to empathize with that character. So in reality, it's not like your brain thinks that you had a life with anyone from a TV show or a book, but it is possible that your brain develops a certain type of attachment onto those characters. The Mary Sue also confirms that attachment to fictional characters comes from empathy. Now, this is not to say that you have zero empathy if you've never felt any connection toward a particular character that you've seen on TV. It's just a way that our brain works. However, this is really something that only younger people will experience more of 
only because children are more inclined to feel empathy than adults are, especially children between the ages of 7 and 12, according to Science News. I talked to my mother about this, and she said that she has not felt a significant connection to any made-up character in a book or anyone that she has seen on television. This is quite common because children will feel more empathy towards anything, rather it be real or non-real, rather than adults will. A lot of the times, books and television shows are meant to reflect events that could be happening in real life or messages and themes that people can relate to. That's why specific books and movies are targeted towards certain age groups. Usually those characters, the plot, are trying to convey a message to someone that will better understand it. The point of shows and movies are to entertain their audience, but to also try and connect with them on a more personal level. Something my family tends to dispute about is in the Marvel Universe Thanos. If his intentions were good, if he did the right thing, different people will obviously have different answers, but part of this could be that some people are able to empathize with that particular character more than others. They could understand the feeling of losing something and then wanting it to be prevented in the future so that others don't have to suffer what they felt. Certain characters are built to attract specific people and what could possibly be going on in their lives. The brain recognizes this and automatically empathizes with that character because that person has been in that same situation, so the brain knows what that feels like. So if you do ever find yourself crying because a character has died, or even when a movie has ended, it's not with the common misconception that you're sensitive, which it's really not that. It's just that your brain is mirroring what your eyes are observing. And on that note, I hope you have learned something new and enjoyed this week's episode, and please stay tuned.